Dear Talkspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved. Hello, you're back with Ben on Talker Space Approved Extension, the extended podcast of the Talker Space Four Triple Z Z Digital Show. Hi, hello, Ben. Hi. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, so I was going to get to it. We have a special guest in the studio with me, one of our new hosts on that said Z Digital Show, Freya. Hey! Hi! Welcome in. Are you excited? Are you nervous? I'm really excited. I'm feeling okay. Um, we've had a bit of a um, already stuffed up this morning, but um, a tumultuous morning. I a hear. tumultuous morning. <laughs> but we're here, and I'm very excited because I've just done the the radio show so far mm. yeah you've only done the one show haven't <laughs> yeah, you yeah just the one show oh god and i've already forced you in here with me on the podcast <laughs> with ben <laughs> tell me about your morning i want to hear the nitty-gritty details you've given me a few airy fairy ones i want to hear the hard-hitting facts all right so essentially last night went to the regatta um, scatter, if you will, for <laughs> drinks with some friends. We had like a college type of thing. And I just drove there and I was like, oh, I'll just leave my car here in the car park. And my friend was like, yeah, I'll do the same. And she didn't end up leaving her car there. Anyway, so I said to my friends and we went to go get the car this morning and shout out to the gutter because I'm, they've recently started putting up, I want to say maybe balliards or something like that. That's a good word. I think yeah. that's the right word. Yeah. If not, I was we'll just, make it. I was throwing around <laughs> poles. I was like, there's poles, Ben, I can't get my car. That's what it was. So I rocked up this morning and my poor little car, the only car is just sitting in the middle of these balliards they've put up either side of the car park. Um, I don't know if anyone else has had this like to them as well, or if it's just a unique experience this morning, but... I was, I I've never heard of it, so it's pro- it's good that we're exposing this to the yeah, audience. <laughs> watch out. I don't know how many of the audience are going to go to regatta, but anyway, just a warning, don't leave your car there. So my poor little car's just sitting in there, and I, I ran over, and I was like, oh, my God, I, I haven't got a parking ticket yet. Um, I've called them. I've left a message. So after this, I don't know, stay tuned. We'll provide an update if I've been towed or if there's some... <laughs> Um, ridiculous parking fine on there. Um, I just paid a $268 parking fine yesterday. So, oh my God, what for? Um, controversial. I was ever so slightly parked over a yellow line in front of my house. Like literally not even that much. I just pulled in. I was like, oh, I've just got 30 minutes before work. I'll just whack in here, park a, like slightly over the yellow line. Like we're talking a centimetre, maybe a ruler, ruler length. And God, <laughs> you I, jumped from one centimeter <laughs> to thirty centimeters. Right. Which is it? <laughs> I don't know. I go thirty. Anyway, so yeah, we pulled up, and then I was like, "Oh, parking fine." I was like, "Whatever, sixty bucks." Two hundred and sixty-eight. I was like, "I didn't even know parking fines like that existed." Dude, they are so bad at the moment. Thank yeah. God I haven't gotten any. Um, yeah, touch wood. Touch wood. Um, Touching for you. <laughs> I um I think I would 
shrivel up and die because they're so expensive. And speeding fines as well and, like, getting caught on your phone as well. Yeah, isn't that, like, up to a grand or something now? Like, it's really... It's really steep. Um, You have to watch out for it. There are so many... Um, And to be fair, I get it. It's all for the safety of the yeah. public. But, man, those fines are intense. Like, I remember one story... Um, Hopefully she won't mind me telling this. My sister, she... <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Um, no, she never listens. It'll be fine. Um, she was... I can't remember where. I think it was around Suncorp Stadium. But so what she had done was her and a group of her friends, there were f- five of them, so jam-packed car, um, got in their car around Suncorp Stadium, and I think they were going somewhere like the Regatta, which is only, like, a five-minute, if that, drive. Yeah. Like, they weren't going far, but what happened was is everyone in the back seat didn't have their seatbelts on. Oh, And they shit. got pulled over because I think they got pulled over for some um, reason. I think it was traffic-related, like, as in directing them to go a different way. And this cop looked in the back and saw none of them had <laughs> their seatbelts on. Each of them got a $200 fine. Shit. Mm. Did your sister get fined at all? Well, it was the driver who got fined, but then, because all of them were mates, they split it split up. It, yeah. But that's what happened, that he went one, two, three, and it's per person oh, without their seatbelt. I know. So they were going to fine your sister $600, essentially. Well, she wasn't the one driving. She was the one in the back seat. Oh, so the driver right. got fined. Yeah. But then obviously they just they. Do you lose your merit points for that as well if your passengers aren't? You The driver does, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'd be so mad. It's, oh, I, I if remember. If I was the driver, I'd I be know. like, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. And people hate when they drive with me because I am nitpicky about that ever since that story. And I always yeah. do that stupid little jingle, click, clack, front <laughs> and back. And I actually actively look behind Has me. Has anyone punched you for saying that yet? I mean, someone's given me a light. <laughs> <laughs> a little slap. A little thwack, <laughs> if you will. But yeah. Watch out, guys. Watch yeah, out would... for the Regatta car park and watch out for the nitpicky um, fines you can get. Gosh, I wouldn't even, like, I don't even, when I have people in my car, I don't even think to check if they've had their seatbelts on. But um, now you've scared me. You've spooked me. Literally. I can't afford any more fines. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good citizen. I just, it's not reflected at the moment in mm. my parking choices. Yeah. Park wisely. Do you get demerit points for parking fines? I don't know. I feel like... I don't think so. No. Yeah, no. I um, The one I copped the other day, I was like, oh, I better check because it's quite a hefty little number. 200, over $200. But no, I think, I don't think you do. Mm, well, who okay. knows? Um, I, I'm so thankful. I haven't had that much. Another story I have. Um, this is funny. You'll love this. <laughs> so um, back when I, well, when Earlier, when I was living with my parents and I didn't have my own car, we were constantly sharing three cars between the five of us, like the shitty little nerdy Nissan and then (laughs) mum and dad's car. Um, And so constantly sharing them in between people, you obviously don't really know when people are driving what cars. And so one night, I had just gotten back from a long night of uni. This would have been like my first year or something. And long day of uni and work and everything. And so I was just in my room, just like laying there, (laughs) completely out of it. So done with the world. Didn't want to see another person or talk to anyone. Very fair. And all of a sudden, my door just like (laughs) slowly opens. 
and my father walks in and he's got a little piece of paper that he's fanning himself with. <laughs> he's just like, oh, Ben, I just need you to have a look at this. Oh, slides, God, a torture. I know. And he slides this piece of paper across the bed and it's a speeding fine <laughs> for someone on a highway. And I was looking at it and it was... It, it was quite a hefty speeding fine because they were speeding quite a bit. Ben, w- you naughty boy. Wait, wait for it. <laughs> Don't jump to conclusions. <laughs> um, and so it was hefty. It would have been, I think, maybe 200 or 300 yeah. plus between that range. Um, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so broke. I've just like had to buy a new computer, a new phone, like all of the stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And I was looking at it. And I looked at the date and the time, and I was just like, that's interesting. And I went back through my phone calendar, and I was like, Dad, that's actually not me. (laughs) (laughs) I I have the proof and the timesheet. I was working at that time and place. And he was just like, what? What? And he flips it and grabs it, and is like flipping through it, trying to find it. And he's like, fuck. (laughs) And I was like, who was that, Dad? Who was that speeding fine for? And he was just like, shut the fuck up and uh, walked out he didn't he couldn't take it and I was like oh my god that's so funny as well because he came in so guns confident. blazing confident he is so cocky all the time yeah. and I was just like mm. and little did you know Mr. Ben still is awfully organised on the Google calendar <laughs> if there's anyone who could whip it out and be like if you did an alibi you'd be like let me check my Google calendar <laughs> <laughs> I've got this written in so you'd be very sweet I know that's so funny that's, that's a bit of a power move from you as well just mm. rebut it be like nope that's not mine yeah no my Google calendar is tight yeah it would be so easy to stalk me I was thinking about the <laughs> other day I was just like I have literally everything on that <laughs> so if you've got a potential stalkers all I need to do is like hack you on your google calendar and mm-hmm. know your whereabouts every single time of the day oh <laughs> I need to get around it more I think everyone started to use the google calendar more but I need like a physical diary mm. so for uni I just think that like I've started I've used google calendar a little bit but I just need something that I can write down and tick off and call me old old school I don't know <laughs> you're um, an old soul I'm I'm an old soul trapped in a 22-year-old's body. But I think I'd, I'd like to think that people still use it. I don't know. Using a diary now, I feel it's a bit... I feel outnumbered. You yeah. know what I mean? That of not using it. No one uses a physical diary. But I need it. I, I think there's nothing more satisfying than writing down all your assignments and just ticking off as you go. And mm, I don't know. I, I do them. love that. I um, I I think I would love the aesthetic of a physical diary, yeah. but like the use of it. I'm someone who, and everyone hates when I ask them to carry my bag because it's so heavy. Because <laughs> I'm someone who shoves everything, literally everything I need into one bag so I don't have to constantly like put things in and take things out. So, yeah. like, I just don't I don't have the physical space for you an aesthetic diary. Well, I'm in a bit of a tricky sitch because um, I brought... Th- so, I was such a Kiki K girl. I'll admit that. <laughs> I love their diaries. I love it. I had this really, really good one two years ago and it was like... Um, like a binding one, had a really nice leather case. It was personalized. It was like a weekly or daily calendar. I don't know. Diary, I don't know. Anyway, so then they, I don't know if they've just like stopped or something, but I went through. Well, Kiki K went through that um, scare of going out of business. They were going to go into liquidation. Yeah, I think that's the sitch. So I can't find their diaries. And I've literally been asking everyone. I was like, so halfway through the last year, I had like one of those diaries that's like, um, 
six months of each year, which pisses me off. So right now I've still got my halfway through last year diary of this six months, but I was like, no, I need to buy a freshie. And so if anyone knows where I can buy a really nice diary, let me know because, um, yeah, the one at the moment is just not cutting it. It's, mm, it, it's making not cutting me, the mustard. It's not. It's making me <laughs> reluctant to be organised, reluctant to At the worst time of the year, you're meant to be more organised than ever at the start of the semester. I know. Because <laughs> we, we're back at... Because I know that you guys, what, you're not back for another week. Yeah, so QUT, we're about to go into O week, welcome week, whatever they yeah. want to call it. Um, This, well... I, I, at the time of recording this coming <laughs> Monday. <laughs> um, and then we start. But you guys are going into week one now. Yeah, and I... It just... Okay, we say this every time, but it's coming... I think summer has flown by. Like You've been so busy, though. Yeah, and it's just like... It's just... I don't know where it's gone. And I just don't think I've done anything produ- productive. Anyway. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I disagree. But anyway, continue. Right, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I was just like... Because I'm on the Journalism Society at UQ. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a stall at market day, which is essentially, I don't know if you guys have the equivalent. It's just a week kind yeah. of welcome thing. And I was like, yeah, cool. Like I'll head long. And I was like, shit, crap. <laughs> That's better. Fudge. <laughs> oh, you say after dropping like four F-bombs. Have I? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's just natural. It's in my... It's in my vocab. <laughs> anyway, continue. Anyway, so I was like, oh, no. <laughs> um, it's O-Week. I have to go back to uni next week. And mm. I thought it wasn't for another fortnight. Um, I don't know why I thought that. I think I was just wishful thinking there. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we're back next week, which is... Um, I think it would be good to get back and get the brain cells ticking over again mm. and just see how, how, the, how the year's going to go. Okay, for listeners, they are still getting to know you. Yeah. Uni, what are you doing? Where are you at? What's happening? So, I'm doing journalism communications. Mm. Um, obviously, at UQ, I feel like I'm a little bit outnumbered. Most people that I've met, just of, of late, like people at work as well, um, I feel like most people go to QUT. Mm. Or a lot of people from the creative industries recently are saying they're at QUT. So, I was like, oh, maybe I've chosen the wrong uni. But anyway, go to UQ. Like it. Um, you I like the prestige. I do. I love the, what is it, sand, sandstone buildings. <laughs> I love it. I get goosebumps every time I go into uni. <laughs> Chills. <laughs> Literal shivers. But, um, yeah, so um, in my heading into my fifth year, I did a year and a half of kind of going down a different path of wanting to do more exercise science which is super random, but it was, I don't know about you, but teachers were kind of like, I think you should go down more of that route. Like you're not going to necessarily get a substantial job doing something in media. There's not much to offer. I am so sick. So like being a journalism guy and well, communications guy myself, I'm sick of people like projecting their own insecurities onto your career. Like I get saying, oh, like, yeah, it's a difficult landscape, like changing media um, platforms that are being used and stuff like that. But I hate when, and my dad does this a lot, he projects that you're not going to get much money. Yeah, yeah. The money talks is always such a like pressing point for people. I know. And I'm just like, I get that money can be a factor in deciding what you want to do for a career. That's totally fine but like I 
I personally don't. I'd like as long as I have a living wage, yeah, and I'm able to live on it. Like I would much rather do something I enjoy than something I enjoy less. But yeah, be life's rich. too short, man. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna do what we want. And I just think that yeah. I so I went down the path of doing something else mm. because of certain teachers who I won't name told me that um yeah you should not pursue it. And then I was like, what am I doing? I was like, mm. I spoke to friends who were studying it, and they're like, it's it's great. Like wait, you learn because so much. you also started in international relations, didn't you? Yeah, I was doing a bit of everything. <laughs> I was call it a double. I don't know. I was doing absolutely anything and everything that wasn't what I wanted to do and so um ended up just transferring I was like yeah I'll do I started off to, I think I transferred to journalism arts and then to journalism comms so it's been a bit of a road but um yeah in my fifth year of uni mm. different degrees um so yeah I've got I think hopefully I can graduate at the end of this year I just need to check um, people are asking when I'm graduating. I'm like, I don't know because I need to check with credits and stuff if I can yeah. bring over some from the previous degree. That's a huge tip to all mm. of the listeners out there is definitely check to make sure you're able to graduate. In in your case, like you're switching around quite a bit as well. It's uncertain. Like, yeah. Be sure to check. I've heard so many horror stories of people who anticipate graduating and then they're like, oh, oh no, I still have two semesters left <laughs> yeah. because I don't have credits oh. like well the worst story i've ever heard is someone who thought they were going to graduate at the end of the year but then they missed two units worth yeah. of credit points but one was only offered in semester one and the second one was only offered in semester two no. so she had to do a full oh, another year that's so painful i know it's just like the most nitpickiest thing ever and like just don't don't catch yourself out. Be on top of your units and your credit points if you're bent on graduating at a certain time. Because, like, having a subject each semester is... It's not enough that it's actively kind of, like, hindering what you want to do. Mm. But it's just frustrating. Like, you want the certificate. You're so close. You're so set on graduating. You just want to be done. Yeah. Well, it's just also um, something else to juggle in your head. Like, you, because mm. you have to be either... Well, you don't either. You have to be on top of the university side of things. Like, even though it's one unit, you still have to be on top of everything else that's going on with uni and then, like, everything else that's going on in your life. Like, one job, maybe another job. Yeah. It's just one thing. And, like, imagine if she... I don't know what ended up happening. I lost contact. But, like, imagine if she was bent on moving somewhere. Yeah. At, after she graduated and now she has to wait a whole nother year. Exactly. Mm. You're kind of, like, trapped to just, like, stay here and do it. That's why I'm scared. And I have a sneaky feeling that I won't be able to graduate till halfway through next year. Mm. Um, I suppose it's just to do with, like, compulsory courses and, like, what ones I've done and haven't done. But so could be graduating at the end of the year. Maybe not. <laughs> I think most likely it'll be halfway through next year, mm. which is kind of annoying graduating mid-year. Yeah. I feel like that would really mess with my head. I think I'll just feel really out of it. Because I, I don't know with jobs-wise as well. I think most of them would come up kind of end of start of year. Like, I don't think a lot would be having a huge intake in the middle of the year. I see. Because I'm just used to 
casuals and hospitality because yeah. I know that end of year is definitely when they're looking for like Christmas casuals and then yeah. you sort of like tick stay on if you're good enough <laughs> but like with full-time contracts and stuff like that is it the same thing like do they try and hire people before the Christmas period so that full-time people can have time off over Christmas or mm. is it I, I just I don't know it's a whole new dynamic that I'm just not I used know. to it's just another step into the real world the big mm. bad world so I don't know I think that yeah, graduating mid-year, it's just like, it's a bit ick. Mm. It's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Lame. A red flag, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I've just given you the ick for me because I'm graduating. Who knows? I don't know. I need to figure it out. So I sound like less of an idiot when people ask when I graduate. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, and so then after all of that journey, five years of switching degrees, are you happy with where you're at now? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I really like my degree. I'm so glad that I did switch. I think that um, it was really important to pursue it regardless if I, you know, it, what out, what I, where I work in the future, what outcome. I think it was, I'm really glad that I did pursue it because I've always had an interest in media. Mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, I was like, I want to work on Fundrise, a day show, like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like that, you know, when you're young, you just think that's the only aspect of journalism or like, mm. I don't know if you thought differently, but 14 year old me was like, that's the pinnacle. That's it. <laughs> um, I just want to be Nat and Koshy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you just think that, and then you kind of learn more like what goes in behind the scenes and there's so many different aspects and there's more exciting things that are sometimes behind the scenes as well yeah and like i think is it's just like yeah being really cool to explore and i think especially a lot of people who are saying don't pursue it are people who aren't in the industry themselves so they're not i mean you can look at like print media like obviously a lot of that has been kind of becoming more digital Mm. um so obviously that's changing and there's less of it now, but I think there's definitely, I probably sound naive. Like we'll probably talk in 10 years and be like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, what did we do? Yeah. <laughs> Should have done physio. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's really exciting. Mm. Do you feel the same? Are you glad you've done journalism? Well, as well I'm, as yeah, I definitely have done the right degree for me and what I want. Um, part of me, like, cause my sister had a similar journey to you. Um, in that she switched degrees quite a bit. She started in psych and business and then switched over to physio. But she is super happy with that. She was like, yeah, it's a lot of hex debt, but I'm happy to have found myself and what I wanted to do. Yeah. Do you feel the same? Yeah, I resonate with that. It's kind of... The hex set. Oh god, I checked. <laughs> I checked mine relatively recently. I was like, "Yep, yeah, not just. I'm not going to look at that again because it is what it is." And hex just doesn't feel real. Like it's just kind of like, "Oh, it's just sitting there, like forty grand debt to my name." Mm. Like, um, crazy. It does not feel real. But I'm choosing not to think of it because, like, I'm a fifth year as well, and yeah. I have one more year as yeah. well. It's just going to be mammoth. I hope I have some first year students in my courses this semester because I love. I think first years are so funny. You're <laughs> the first person I've spoken to that. Oh my god, I have. I have tea to tell you, and we will keep the names Hit out. Me. Um, a certain someone who has entered both of our lives, who is a second year, oh, has um, come to me um, talking about uni and stuff like that. And I had similar frustrations of um, 
It's so interesting, though, because I had similar frustrations at the time being a second year and doing a double degree because you're obviously doing things twice as slow. Yeah. So you have your with first years for longer mm-hmm. and dealing with them. And I remember thinking like that, like hearing it now as a fifth year who still has to sometimes deal with first years. I'm just like... God, that's bratty. <laughs> I just think they're so funny. I hate They're just them. so annoying, but it's hilarious. It's mm. like you're so your self awareness is just not there. Mm. You just think you've got a, you've got a lot of the main character syndrome. You're like, yeah, I'm out of school. Like, oh my God, uni. It's this mystical thing. What is this? <laughs> How do I sign up for a course? Or it's like two extremes. You get the like ones who are just so out of it or the ones who are like hyperactive like mm. just like being so proactive in classes like can you shut up like you don't have to answer every question i just it's so interesting that you say the main character thing because it's so true you're yes. literally and think about it <laughs> you with a degree like law which um was huge first year's like lectures that we used to have this is pre-covid um when i started uni like lecture halls used to be filled with like 600 700 people and Mm. all like obviously the first of the first years would be in the same lectures together and it's just like oh my god like everyone thinking their main character like gonna be the next like annalise (laughs) keating like lawyer (laughs) legally blonde vibes yeah l woods as well it's just like oh God, oh, it just I, makes me cringe I on the inside. I think that if I did law, I would, if I was a fifth year doing law, I would still feel that same mentality of being main character, <laughs> just the pride. Yeah, I study law, I'm going to be a lawyer. Um, but I think that I was absolutely terrible first year. I will say I did a service to most people in my classes that I rarely went to tutorials because that's when (laughs) (laughs) that's when I was a first year I was also went to college so Mm. um when you're out of first year out of uni I think everyone just goes a bit rogue first year out of school sorry everyone's going out regularly you mix that with college we were going at like college it's so much desolate wasteland of (laughs) drunk individuals and someone made a comment i think it was on yuku stalker space or something just about you can always tell who the college kids are you can yeah and it's just like i'm like second year out of college i'm like gosh that's so embarrassing but you can (laughs) and i remember i had this um shoot on a friday morning so we would go out every thursday night as a student night yeah, no, so I heard college students have a whole routine to going out. Yeah, so the the basic setup, so I think it changes. There's always different things that pop up. So the general week will be that you drink on a Monday, you go out on a Thursday for student nights. Um, Fridays and Saturdays would be kind of, we have a bar at college, so it'd be maybe going to that. Wait, in the actual college building? Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it was um. So that's so they sell beers for like two dollars or three dollars. So that is illegal. Oh my goodness! But that's how. So no one likes beer. That's why I drink it because it was so cheap. It was the cheapest thing there. Mm. Um. So I would always opt for it. And that's why I drink it because it's just like I've, it was so cheap and like readily available. I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. So I think most college people will. Mm. Um. But yes, yeah, so I'd go out on a Thursday for a student night. So that would be at your classic like Proey and Birdies. <laughs> so the best clubs in Brisbane. Mm. Um. Happily never go back. Anyway, so we'd go there every Thursday, and that would be a big night. So you just you have pre's and then go out. 
And because I had like $4 basics and stuff like that. God, I sound like such a 12-year-old right now. <laughs> Back in the day. Anyway, so we'd go out and I had this shoot on a Friday morning and I would just rock up in a horrendous state. Just, oh, probably smelt like still like alcohol. was just like not well. But it was um, where you get participation marks. So I had to go. <laughs> And someone who we went to school with was also in our shoot. And mm. the first shoot I rocked up came in like a wrecking ball, late, like visibly hungover, sat down and she's like, you don't look well. I was like, I'm not. And there was this absolute gem who was on our table who was just like, every time our group got asked a question, she would snap, be like, just knew exactly what to say. And oh, like we had just goodness. been discussing the content because that was an international relations subject, which was quite hard. And I was like, you are a gem, an absolute gem. So I'd rock up, got my marks, did nothing, and this absolute <laughs> queen would save me every week. Shout out to her. <laughs> oh, my God. I um, oh, I don't know if I should tell this story. I should. No, <laughs> so in terms of turning up to university drunk, I have only ever done it, well, memorably, only ever done it once. Sorry, I say that because I don't, I, the other times haven't been as memorable. Like, as in, like, it's no big deal. This one time, though, I was one of those first years that was very, um, I don't know, I was very career-driven. I'm like that as a person, full stop. Um, and so what I had done was I sort of realised, maybe even a week into uni, that I had sort of signed up to the wrong degree. Degree, <laughs> like not the wrong sort like, of sort. No, it's like the ever so slightly wrong degree for me. It yeah. was um, it's a great degree. Full stop. Um, so I was in creative industries and law when I should have probably been in communications and law. So like yeah. ever so slightly different. And so what I had done is I had organised a um, sort of interview chat thing with the com- the head of the communications school. Yeah. Uh, head of journalism, I think, specifically, um, in the morning, like, before his day at work. So it was maybe 8, 7 a.m. Like, it was early, early. (laughs) And I had went out for drinks the night before and thought it was going to be a chill night. It was a Thursday. What the hell was I thinking? Of course it wasn't (laughs) going to be chill. And so I (laughs) show up to this interview. I'm on time, which is great. Good and job. You've done the, the bare minimum. The bare minimum. I was on time um, and I didn't really realise I was... Like, you know when you sort of wake up and you feel fine, you don't think yeah. you're drunk, but then obviously if you wake up fine after a heavy night of drinking, most of the time it's because you're still drunk. Yeah, yeah. it hasn't hit you yet. Yeah, it hasn't hit me yet. But, you know, I wasn't stumbling or slurring or anything. I was just at that stage where I was still drunk and I just didn't have a filter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, no. I can't believe I started telling the story. I'm <laughs> I've never heard it. I'm really invested. I was, oh, so the thing is that you have to note is I'm telling the story after dealing with this particular lecturer for years after. Like, he's someone who pops up regularly oh, in the degree. Oh, that's the worst. And part of me, like, every time I've interacted with him, I've been like, does he remember me? And, like, did he think I was drunk? That's the thing. We've never spoken about it. And I was just yeah. like, I was definitely still drunk. You should tell him when I you got to it, yeah. Um, um, anyway, so I show up on time. It's fine. He's running a little bit late. And I was like, oh, this is a bit stressful. So I was like sort of wandering around the building, making sure I had the right room. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm looking for such and such. I won't say his name. Um, 
And so then all of a sudden he comes like blasting through the door, like he's in a rush. And he's, you know, rushing because he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so late. Like I just had one of those mornings and he's walking up, he's got like all of these bags and papers and a coffee. And um, he, I was like, oh no, like that's totally fine having a normal chat and stuff like that. And he's just like, oh, it was an absolute disaster. And I was just like, yes, I can I can tell. Did you drop your coffee on yourself? Because he had wet patches all over oh. his shirt. It was the middle of summer. <gasps> and he was oh. just like, no, I just walked up the hill. <laughs> and oh, I was my like, God. <laughs> he was just like, I'm just unfit. Thank oh. you. <laughs> This is I'm like, just unfit. <laughs> it was just like, because he just had like, oh, the thank you. Was he sassy? He was, because he was oh. just like, thanks. And I was just, this was oh. within five seconds of meeting this man. Was this for a job? No, this was for, so he was a senior lecturer and I just wanted to talk about my degree structure and all of this I'm stuff. I'm just unfit. <laughs> Why is that me? I would so say something like that, but like... Oh, no. I feel like he's dug himself a hole as well. Oh, it was just so... Because, like, he That's walked horrible. in and he had all of these wet patches. Oh. And when he said disaster or something, he said something along those lines of, like, oh, I've just, like, you know, my coffee <laughs> as well. Did and you not click on that? Like, was it, like, under his arms or something? It was, like, it was everywhere. Oh, See, okay. that's the thing. It was everywhere. So I was just like, oh, it does look like he spilt something. But obviously, He's like, sweaty, if I was sober, boy. I wouldn't have said anything. Oh, Ben. Oh, that's one of those things where, you know, when you're about to go to sleep and you're like, oh. <laughs> shouldn't have said that. That that would haunt me for so it's long. Boring me for five years like this was this was week one of my first year of university and and he keeps popping up like he it's fine we have a great relationship now um rocky beginnings oh i was just like because he he is he's really nice he probably doesn't think two cents about it but every time i see this man i'm just like that was so embarrassing. Oh. Thank God, like, the rest of the meeting went really well. And I think my drunkenness um, worked to my favour because yeah. he was talking through all of these things and then it sort of just turned into a, like, oh, so, like, how do I start my career in journalism? Like, you sound really smart. Like, what's your advice? And I was taking down all of these notes. I had written maybe two pages of notes in this meeting and he was just like, wow, you, you're you just so put together. And I was just wow. like, I would never normally do this. I think in just my drunken state, I was yeah. just like, look impressive. I don't know. I think the day after, like sometimes you just feel like this is going to sound a bit rogue, but you just feel like <laughs> you're on it. Like you're on it. Like, yeah, I can do it. Oh God. That was like oh that was the most memorable time I've ever shown up to uni drunk and I'm reluctant to do it again especially because as soon as I walked out of that meeting my headache hit and I was just like fuck me yeah (laughs) alright oh my god oh anyway with the year to come (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are you most looking forward to uni-wise? Um, I think I'm really looking forward to being a fifth year now because I think I have a good understanding about what works and what doesn't, how to kind of do okay at uni and get the most out. Because I think sometimes in first year, you just like very much falls open doors 
type of vibe. <laughs> um, it's very funny that she says that, audience. She, <laughs> Freya, used to have a podcast <laughs> called, called Force Open, Open Doors. Doors. We literally did an episode about how to pass with minimal effort. <laughs> and it was, it was like, we were being genuine. Like, it wasn't a piss take. It was like, lectures don't need them. Textbooks never brought one. <laughs> Um, and I have no shame in that. I think that's hilarious. That is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, it is legit though. The uni, um, there's, it's definitely depends degree to degree, but there's definitely opportunities for you to do the least amount of effort yeah. and still get by. Yeah, exactly. And then now it's kind of like, oh, well, I'm actually paying for this. So might as well learn something mm. while we're here. So I'm really looking forward to, um, and I think as well, like through work and just getting different things and being able to like see what what we need to learn what can focus on within the course to kind of be like hey this is maybe what I want to do because with um journalism and comms it's PR itself is really broad as well so Mm. there's different avenues I could go down for that I know we did a bunch of stuff about like stakeholder management um crisis PR um, <laughs> just different things like no Stacey's posted the wrong one yeah. on Instagram <laughs> yeah it's like oh no like this company what have they done um, so there's so many different avenues so I think now I can be like I think I maybe want to go down this this route so I will just try and pursue that but also we have a really good team for Jacks, our mm-hmm. um, journalism society exec to have got a few really good events coming up a few because I don't know about you but I think when I was in my earlier years I would go to so many networking events now I just don't Mm. do you still go to a lot of them I didn't actually go to uh, any events like I didn't realize exactly what the culture was around clubs and societies um because I think it's very different between UQ and QUT QUT um like the clubs and societies culture is very rich like it's there but it's not well participated in like it's a small it's definitely a smaller cohort than the vast majority so um I think it's not as big of a deal mm-hmm. at QT so I didn't really engage in it at all yeah um that much yeah no and I sort of I was definitely a uni student to assume um the worst and be like oh how good are these like how good yeah, are these events actually mm-hmm. are um but like after going to a few in my third or fourth years um i can i can definitely say there's so much use in them like even yeah. if it's not the goal of um you know the networking like meet the professionals if you yeah. don't meet the professionals at that event you've still met all of the other uni students mm. that are relevant to you as well which is something that i quite enjoy with jacks um i myself am uh part of the QT journalism network um, as well in the executives. And I can say, like, I've definitely valued so much of that time, like, with events that we've hosted with Jax as well. Mm. Mm. I think uh, journalism students are generally really fun as well. So when I was, even at market day, when we're getting people come up, I was like, they are actually fun. Like, yeah. trust me, it's good. Because I was so apprehensive about going, because we had all, like, college events and whatnot. So I was apprehensive about, I wish I just started going, like, from straight off the bat like Mm. I think you know it's got a there's a stigma around them being a bit like "Mm." but it's great Mm. I like everyone's really I think everyone assumes they're stuffy yeah people assume they're not fun yeah um 
in that no networking events like most of the times the professionals like at least in my personal experience the professionals that we meet at these networking events are there because they're like alcohol night out yeah (laughs) they're like fun as well and most of the time I think definitely over the years there's some people who just have a few wines like not away from the kids. Well, I think, yeah, that. And um, I think that's definitely a tactic that um, I definitely like using <laughs> a tactic um, that I like using when I'm talking to professionals and stuff like that. Most of the time, they don't always want to talk about um, their work and yeah. their career and their job. Sometimes, obviously, they do because they're like, yeah, I'm important, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're more like, What's, what are the kids up to this day? I know. What are so, you doing? Yeah. They're so interested in that and they just, you know, want to have fun. Mm, it's a good time. And especially the event that we do together, the professional... Networking evening, evening whatever it's called. What is it? P&C? P&E. Oh, P- <laughs> Not up to scratch. I'm still at holiday mode. Um, the PE. <laughs> I'll see you there, Ben. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. On that note, we are. Oh my god, we're talking for a very long time. We'll wrap this up. Yeah. What is your biggest study tip that you think people should try? Um, I think don't. <laughs> Don't become overwhelmed by all the content. Mm. I think it's it's kind of hard in your early years to know. You can kind of pick out what's relevant and what's just to fill the space of the a subject. So I think just, you know, writing out, I'm such a big list girl. I love my diary, as I've noted earlier. So I think just a kind of, you know, going through and seeing when everything's due at the start of the semester and just having that planned out of when you can write your assignments and just kind of go bit by bit and don't overload. Because I think when I first started, I would write down everything, like just wouldn't take anything in, mm. um, just kind of doing it for the sake of doing it rather than like really getting the content. Yeah, engaging. Yeah, really. Like, And I just think as well, tutorials is where I learn. I go to my tutes now. I used to never go. <laughs> oh my but God, um, <laughs> when I was naughty college student... Um, but yeah, I think definitely go to your tutes and engage because that's where you meet like all the fellow students who are a really good time as well. <laughs> like-minded individuals. Like-minded prof- um, future professional leaders. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, definitely go to tutes and I reckon just enjoy it. Go to, go get a, a subbers, go get a subway or a boost and sit down and grind away at uni I like going to have a grind in the library <laughs> oh, on that note go grind in the library everyone yeah and stay tuned if my car gets towed we'll let everyone know <laughs> enjoy the start of uni everyone bye guys bye Talker Space Approved Extension is the podcast that talks all things uni. We're bringing you chats about what it's like being a uni student, uni music, and the world of pop culture, as well as bringing you longer chats with the interesting people in Brisbane. Listen in every Friday morning on your favourite podcasting app. This podcast was recorded on Turrible land, always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. <laughs>